Hello, Pastor Steve Waldron with Biblical Archaeology Today. I'm so grateful you're here with us, and I'm extraordinarily thankful to be your host. So we're in a wonderful book by Titus Kennedy, Excavating the Evidence for Jesus. I highly recommend Titus Kennedy, anybody studying archaeology and the Bible, good stuff. And so I just read a little bit, make comments about this book. It's a great book, using it as a textbook. And so let's just get started. Again, thanks for being here. Do check out our other podcast. We've got almost 2,000, mostly shorts. You can listen to them in short order. Maybe make a journal or a notebook of things you find interesting. So let's dive in. And so the specific literary genre of the Gospels has been examined at length and debated with opinions ranging from ancient biography to eratologies, mighty deeds of a divine man, uh, to historical narrative, to theological documents. In the ancient world, however, all types of historical writings contain the worldview of the author or the culture, and at least a sprinkling of the supernatural or theological could be seen. Undoubtedly, there's a uniqueness about the gospel documents and a blend of various elements present in the text, in addition to civic differences between the writings of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, which is why even the specific genre of the gospels continues to be studied and debated. Obviously, it's divine. I mean, this is the basic thing. While archaeology alone cannot fully understand the question of genre, an archaeological analysis of these accounts about Jesus does allow one to assess their historical credibility regarding the information about his lifetimes and person of Jesus. All of these factors are important when assessing the historical accuracy and transmission of the primary sources for the life of Jesus, and evaluating the likelihood of egregious errors or the introduction of mythological elements to an audience who might have had access to an eyewitness, a secondary connection, or official records. And that's one of the things that leads one to conclude the Gospels are true, because none of those things happen. I'm thinking about a guy from the 1860s. He wrote this wonderful book. He was a lawyer. He uh, started the UCLA Law School or something, Simon Greenleaf, that just showed the testimony of the four evangelists are incredible. How could the story of Jesus spread so far and so rapidly all through the world in about 20 years? And those who followed him increase at such a rapid rate during the Roman period if Jesus were merely a legendary character or only an obscure teacher whose actual life was shrouded in mystery and myth? What if Jesus was not simply a historical person one whose actions, words, and following caused such an intense wave in history that the world was forever changed. And maybe he came to live in his disciples <laughs> as the Holy Ghost, as the Holy Spirit, you know, Christ in you, the hope of glory. Um, a plethora of books have been written about Jesus, including volumes about the historical context of Jesus and books about the archaeology associated with Jesus. I've tried to do a lot of some podcasts and, and share resources. Expedition Bible is a good resource too. These writings range in perspective from Jesus being a fictitious character on one extreme to the Gospels being absolutely accurate on the other side. And that's me. And a wide spectrum in between. Books written for general audience and books tailored for academic experts have appeared on the subject. So let's stop there. And I just want to say God bless you and thanks for being with us. And we will talk with you later. So bye-bye.